Connecting to the big show. In three, two, one. I used to get a buzz out at Robin, getting in trouble, of course, getting locked up. We turn our phones off in the evening, and it's great. I just think there's too many other things going on in life to enjoy. The government putting that up now is just, it's not even the nail in the coffin. It's they've dug the hole and they've thrown you into it. Join the conversation. Call 0818 96 96 96. Extra WhatsApp 083 396 96 96. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the opinion mine with PJ Coogan. Cox 96 FM. Purely for the sake of mischief, I'm asking this out of the blocks this morning. Anybody around Cork having trouble starting their Tesla? On mornings like this, I read from Chicago, where there's a there's abandoned Teslas all over the windy city, according to CBS News. They're having their coldest January for years. Now, admittedly, it's a bit colder than here. I came into town this morning and opened the dial on my little car. It was minus three. And when I sat outside at home to start to drive in. It was minus four. Uh, They had minus 18 in Chicago the other night. It's the coldest January since 1996 and Teslas are very popular in Chicago and there's a lot of abandoned Teslas around the city because it would seem that A, in this weather the car eats the battery which you'd expect because you have to heat the damn thing as well as drive it but they don't charge as fast as they should. So even if you pull up to one of these sexy superchargers that they have all over Chicago, you'll still be sitting there two hours later as the car struggles to charge. Um, They're not happy. Anyone having trouble with Teslas or anyone having trouble with any electric car these mornings? Our gaffer here at 96, Kieran, has an electric car and he was telling me one night we were out, a gang of us, and he said that the car actually, he can turn on his phone or turn on his car with his phone. So he's in the kitchen making his coffee or whatever time of the morning he gets up and he can tell the car, I'll be driving away in 10, 15 minutes and the car will warm itself up, which is kind of sexy. But you'd wonder on a morning like this how much that takes out of the battery, wouldn't you? Anyone, anyway, having trouble with their Tesla because they're abandoned all over Chicago? I just thought I'd throw that in. For pure mischief. Listening in the news as well to um, the news that, or the, the st- stat that the price of petrol and diesel might be about to go down again, thankfully. <laughs> Don't let Eamon Ryan hear you saying that, lads. He'll find a way to put the price back up before you can say Jack Smart. <laughs> I know it's Thursday and it's bright and it's gorgeous and it's nearly the back end of the week. So that's why I'm in a kind of a, a funny old humour this morning. Listen, you're lovely. And I keep saying it to you, you know, you are lovely. And you don't even realise how lovely you are. You people who make the choice of the opinion line every morning. Shannon was on with me yesterday. Shannon and her partner lost their home on Christmas Day. They went up to her mum's for their Christmas dinner. And when they came back, luckily she brought the cat with her. Luckily, when she came back, her house down the Mardike had been destroyed by fire and they have nothing. Now they're being put up at the moment in a B&B and they were in a hotel for a week or two. APS, she said, looking after them very, very well. But they're having to stitch of clothes. She hasn't a shoe. She's nothing. Do you know the people actually rang us yesterday after the show to know what size clothes, what size shoes. So 
Uh, they're, they're, Shannon is a size 8 in clothes and a size 5 in shoes. And her partner is also a size 8, which is, I assume, I don't know what's the male equivalent of a, of a size 8. Women's size 8, I don't know, help me out there. Uh, and shoe size is size 8. But I couldn't believe that. People ring it. What size shoes is she? What size clothes is she? Like I said, you're lovely. You really are. 0818969696. The number, the text of WhatsApp, 0833969696. And the email is opinion at 96fm.ie. Was it Tuesday? I think it was. Definitely Monday anyway, Tuesday. Talking with Dr. John Sheehan about waiting lists and about how people are being bumped off waiting lists because the consultants are sending out letters and if you happen to not get the letter you can get bumped off the waiting list now the, look the letters are asking a fairly stupid question <laughs> do you still have pain or do you still have what's wrong with you and says you if I didn't see the doctor how the hell am I not going to have what's wrong with me but that's 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 another thing. so many people being left off waiting lists thousands of people on the waiting list and among them is is Ashling who got in touch? I think out of sheer desperation, Ashling, you are it living in constant pain, and you just can't get to see a specialist. Good morning. Good morning, PJ, and good morning to your listeners. You started having trouble with your neck in July of 2022. Yeah, around the middle to late July 2022. Um, I was getting sensations down my left arm. Um, it was numbing it, um, uh, warming it in at different times, pins and needles in my fingers. Mm. And I kind of at the start, I said, ah, sure, I must have lay on it like awkwardly last night. We'll be gone tomorrow. I was putting it on the long finger. And then after a few weeks then, I decided that to go to my GP to get this looked at and started thinking that there might have been something seriously wrong. So I was sent off then from my GP to go for um, an MRI and the MRI scan had showed up that my bulging disc in my neck, it's um, a a C5 disc which is bulging which is causing moderate to severe um, narrowing all down my left side. Yeah, I'm very well familiar with it Ashling because I too am that soldier. I've had the bulging discs, it presses on the nerves it sends awful sensations up and down your arm It's, it's horrible. So you got that back in the MRI what happened then? I was sent then um, out to CUH to see a consultant and um, I was put on a waiting list. And a week or two later then all my symptoms kind of went and I kind of forgot about being on the waiting list, to be honest with you. That can happen, uh, the symptoms can just disappear. and yeah. They just went overnight and yeah. that kind of, I just kind of was getting out my day-to-day life. But... Um, Christmas Eve just gone, Christmas Eve 2023, um, out of the blue, um, I was in desperate pain in my left shoulder, thinking it was all of the pulling and the dragging of lugging all the bags and stuff, getting ready for Christmas, and I'm in absolute desperate pain since Christmas Eve. Wow. 
some days it just feels as if I've got a ton of blocks all down on top of the side of my neck yeah. and resting on my shoulder. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and then some days it hangs literally, it's nearly down towards the floor. It just hangs, it's so numb. Then on other Poor days... Thing. Have you tingling um, in the fingers? Tingling on the, the fingers, mainly my thumb and the index finger. Yeah. Struggling if you're trying to pick something up with your finger and thumb, you can't catch it. It's like as if I, I could get, feel it there, and then the next minute, then it could be on the floor. I'd be after dropping it. Oh, yeah. um, been there, done that. Been there, done that, girl. Yeah. When I go to bed at night, it's like I don't know what. It's I don't know. Is the nerve being pressed more when I go down? Because the minute I lie down, mm. I feel like as if I'm going to be scraped off the ceiling with the shooting pains I'm getting. Oh no! It could wake me up there sometimes if I do manage to get to sleep at two or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I could wake there some nights, four nights or four times in the night. Is there anything you can take, or are you taking anything? I've been to South Dock and to my GP four occasions since Christmas Eve and I've tried three or four different medications. It helped at the beginning, but now at this stage I think the pain is winning over the medication I'm on. And last Monday on the 8th, I think of January it was, I was referred again back out to the consultant again. So this and is I, the first consultant that you were referred to back in 2022. You yeah. never got a reply. So your GP was it made another referral. Is that what happened? Yeah, another referral yeah. back out again to explain how that my symptoms now have worsened to the degree that he, in his opinion, that I would be an urgent case and he would prefer if I could be seen as soon as possible. So yesterday there, I rang the secretary and I was told that I'm going to be up to four years on a waiting list. Oh my goodness me, just to be seen? Just to be seen. I'm just, I'm really fighting here now not to try to break down on the, with you, but I'm extremely worried, PJ, because I'm getting up there every morning and I'm thinking, like, what is if, like, something is done and I, if I'm left with no feeling in my arm, in my neck, in my shoulder, like I'm just really getting afraid now at this stage, to be honest with you. I know about the pain. I've been there. Thankfully, I got wonderful treatment and I'm in, in great shape now. And if you get the right treatment, you'll be in great shape again too. It, 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 it works like that. But you're only what? You're only in your early 40s and you're living with basically a dead arm and you're in constant pain. Yeah, and like it's I don't know, like um, just to be kind of left here now like this, and just knowing that it's going to take so long, and like I don't want to be taking painkillers for the next three, four years while I'm waiting. Like the the damages they could do to your stomach, like getting ulcers and this, you know, and then another kind of um complication then to this whole matter is I'm visually impaired. I see. And I have a guide dog which has to be worked on my left side when we're out. I see. So there's days there where I can barely pick up the handle off the dog's back. So we just can't get out. Well, that's awful debilitating for you. Yeah, like that, because the dog is one of my mainly only ways of mobility and getting out even just up to the shop for a pint of milk and stuff like that, you know. And your GP, 
sent another letter. You then rang the consultant's office only to be told the consultant had had read the letter, but yeah. you still weren't deemed to be urgent enough. Have you any comeback from there? Did you go back onto your GP? I have um, a new appointment now with my GP, which I will I be going to next week um, to discuss with him now where do we go from here? Because I don't think it's acceptable to have to wait four years. I just, I just can't do it, PJ, to be honest with you. No, no, I really I, I, can't do this pain. No, I, I remember, as I said, this is something I can identify with, Ashley, because I myself did pop a disc a few years ago now, and I'll never forget the pain I was in until I got the treatment that I needed. Mm. Wow. I was just wondering if anybody has any other ideas or routes they could maybe think that I could go down and see what, where do we kind of go from here. I mean, I know if we contact the HSE, what we'll get back is you can't comment on individual cases. cases, That that I understand. We haven't named the individual consultant here, and I'm grateful to you for for not doing that. It's it's not his fault that lists are like this, but someone needs to be able to intervene for you. We have the consultant's name. If anybody wants to intervene on your behalf and see what they speak to to him uh, and Mm. see could he fit you in. But how are you getting so, through the day? You see, you can't go out with your dog. You can't go to the shop. Who's looking after you? Oh, um, just uh, friends, and I have kind of family there that I can ring if I need anything and stuff like that, you know. And then, like my daughter there, like I just have to get up there sometimes. My daughter there, she's only eight, so she has to be taken to school. But when she kind of goes off, I'll go back to bed and see. Can I try to catch up in any sleep that I've lost? The previous night, and you can't live like that. You can't continue no. to live like that. If if someone said three months, fine, but three yeah. years, no, not at all. Ashley, no. if anybody thinks they know what to do here, they can they can contact us. God, you poor woman. Okay, sure. And um, as I said, thanks for letting me um, hear my opinion, and hopefully we can get something sorted. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. You have a good day, Ashling. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye bye. I suppose wishing you a good day probably isn't the best. Uh, it's awful. There are loads of people in Ashling's position. Um, are you one of them? How long do you expect to be waiting? I remember meeting a man. I thought all these days were gone. I remember meeting a man years ago up in Granabraher. And he'd been on a waiting list for a hip replacement and was told that he would be another four and a half years waiting. And the poor devil was going around on two sticks with bone-on-bone pain. That's a long time ago. And it clearly is still going on. Um, anybody care to... Um, sh- if you if you ha- had a situation like that and you got it solved... PJ, will you tell Ashling if she gets the phone number for the place she's waiting on and tell them how bad it is and that she'll take a cancellation. It has happened that way for me. Yeah, she was on to them. And according to what she told me there anyway, she was on to them. And they said that the, the letter, the new letter from her GP had been read, but that it wasn't enough to put her on the urgent list, which makes no sense to me anyway. A woman is eating painkillers and it's having no effect. But if she... So you're saying that she should ring them again and say that she'll take a cancellation. 
and that whoever's on the phone here has gotten appointments faster that way. Thanks for that. Has that worked for anybody, ringing up the consultants and saying, look, I'll take a cancellation if one comes in? Um, anyone waiting for that? Anyone got a letter in front of them that says three to four years? We had all the people who went to Spain that we were talking to last year, but they were actually having something done, like a hip replacement or a knee replacement or cataracts or whatever you have in yourself. Ashling just wants to be seen by a consultant to see where she goes with this bulging disc in her neck. Trust me when I tell you, I did this. I popped out a disc in my neck doing the most strange thing. I was reaching for a chicken wing at a Christmas party in my friend's house. Reached across, and whatever way I moved, ping. Out comes the disc. Arm went dead. I was in agony. I was out of work here for a few weeks, actually, because of it. Couldn't drive, couldn't rise the hand, couldn't use a couldn't use a computer mouse. And that took ages. So I know what it's like, but I got treated um, and I got sorted. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. That's bold now. Someone says between potato wedges and chicken, I need to stay away from food. It's dangerous for me. Stop it now. Cork loves the arts. We do too. That's why we bring you the Arts House. Every Sunday on Cork's 96 FM. Hi, it's Elmery. Join myself and Connor every Sunday morning to find out what's happening in the arts all over Cork. There's so much happening. Fantastic festivals with great events for all ages. And we'll tell you all about them. The Arts House. Sunday mornings, 8 to 10. With Griffin's Potatoes. For fantastic quality and great taste guaranteed. Choose Griffin's Potatoes. Herpings and Roosters. Corks 96FM. Just weeks away now from the start of uh, the Six Nations. I was delighted to see the news from uh, yesterday from the squad headquarters that Peter O'Mahony is to be captain of Ireland for the Six Nations at least. Fantastic. Fantastic. What a moment for Peter. Um, that boy eats gravel and hot milk for his breakfast, you know. He does. <laughs> Tough as nails. Uh, he'll be a great leader for us in the Six Nations. And and then this morning, I just saw that this documentary, I think Netflix have done a documentary season on the Six Nations in advance of the Six Nations. So look forward to that. I think it drops, I think it's next Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday, is it? It drops. Anyway, it'll be great to watch. We're only a couple of weeks now until the start of the Six Nations away to, away to Paris. Anyhow, that's just a by the by. 0818 96 96 96. Another example here of the system just not working for the people who need it to work for them. Claire got in touch with me. We've talked before, me and Claire. But Claire, this is about your parents. Now, they're very elderly. And your dad has a problem, I think, with his his public service card. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Thanks so much for um, having me on and giving us the opportunity to be heard. Yes, um, his card is out of date now, about six weeks, and my mum is very distressed about it. Um, she's just aware of the fact that this card needs to be in date in order to get his pension collected in the local post office. Now, the girls down in Ballon Temple, they've been outstanding and they've been very accommodating, very compassionate towards the situation they find themselves in. But she just, she wants the card um, Indeed, and sorted so she can produce it um, in order to collect the pension. This is his public service card, the little green card that we carry around. It's out of date. How does one go about renewing one of those? 
Um, there is, you can go online uh, at 86 years of age with no access to the internet or uh, anything like that. Uh, you can go online, start a mygov.ie account, um, upload documents, upload a picture, uh, you know, receive a text back through a mobile phone. It's all, it's fine if you're used to technology, um, but that is one of the options. And the other option is you physically go into one of the offices our, well, my mum and dad's office would be Hanover Street, right through the traffic. Um, she's 85 nearly, he's 87. His health, obviously, is quite bad as well. He's been housebound for about a year now yeah. and she assists him with personal care and showering and the whole lot. But she's not, he's a big man, he's about six foot tall. She's not able to do this. She's like physically, I could drive them up to the office um, which would be no problem, but then she's not able enough physically to walk him down up steps, try to find the person to talk to, and she'd have to get his photograph taken in person, and then they do the card for them. I've tried to, um, God bless my father, put him against the wall, take the picture with my phone, and upload the photograph to a MyGov account that I started for yeah, him yeah. with his PPS and my husband's mobile, but the quality of the photograph won't be accepted. You yeah. even set the, tried to set them up online, but it's not working out. Uh, it's, it's not. Mum got her verification codes to her mobile. I was able to do that part. But the quality of the photographs weren't good enough. And I tried to take a picture of his passport, but they won't accept a picture of a picture. Um, so they're quite particular about the rules. So I, I phoned all over the country over the last few weeks and I spoke to a gorgeous woman um, up the country. She said she's been inundated by families in similar situations where their parents are older they're not technologically minded. They don't have mobiles or, or email accounts or whatever, and they can't physically get into the offices. Now, I, I did get on to um, a Cork branch today, and I was told that there is actually a mobile service. Mm. Now, I don't know why in the last six weeks when I've been speaking to them, this was never mentioned before, but I was told today there's a mobile service that they can hop in their car, go down with the equipment, take the photograph of my gorgeous dad. Um, do you know, it, it breaks my heart because they've helped people all their lives. They've paid tax, worked their butts off all their lives. And my mother is distressed over this. Mm. She's just distressed over it. So I got onto the Cork office today and I spoke to one of the, the managers in there, you know, and he said, oh, yes, there is a service, but sure, there's an extensive list and you could be waiting a year. A year? A year, that's what I was at, or more, Holy he said. Holy Yeah. And now, yeah, now he, with, the card, with the card being out of date, Claire, and I know you yeah. said that the people in the office in Ballon Temple are being extremely kind Oh, they're helpful, gorgeous. They are. The, there yeah. will come a point of time where they'll have to say no. That's just it. And that's what my mother is aware of. And she looked, they're very black and white. <laughs> they just, she knows she needs this card route. Her card is also going to be up this year. Mm. And I kind of said to her on the phone, I said, both of your cards need to be done, mum. She's like, oh, don't worry about me for the moment. I just, you know, she's, she's a full-time carer for my dad who each day she gets up with love and looks after him. She doesn't need this upset no, and this awful drama in her life. And I, to be quite frank, nobody is listening to me. Um, you know, I, that's harsh. And it's and I know 
people are doing their best to do their jobs and there's limitations. But it has been expressed on the phone this morning to me that the government need to step in and do something and changes need to be made, you know. I thought, can you do anything to help, you know? We live in a world of systems and and what they call these days... SOPs. It's, it's, it's what, a, standard operating procedures? Absolutely. We live in a world of yeah. SOPs and, and things like and, and yeah. protocols. And unfortunately, it's like that ad, that ad on the television, computer says no. Yeah, there's no compassion in that, is there? No. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen my parents help so many people in their lives. They've, they've made a point of going out of their way to help people in, in all walks of life. Um, and now I'm just looking for someone to get on the line or do something like to, to just get this sorted from them because they're good people, they're decent people, loving people. Um, and I, as their daughter, I just want to get it sorted. I don't know how. I don't know how, you know. You shouldn't have to turn to, I'm glad you did, by the way, but you shouldn't have to turn to someone like me to see can we make sense of anything. I'd be here. lost without you. You've helped me with so many things over the years. I, you just came to mind this morning. Oh, I'm going to phone PJ. I'm going to phone PJ to see can he help, you know. Well, if anyone's been Thank through you. this and gotten out the other side, that that waiting time for the mobile unit seems bizarre. Is it is it going it's, from it's, is it going yeah. from Douglas to Donegal or what? <laughs> I don't know. There are so many people on the list, he said to me. Um, someone else in the office that I spoke to this morning expressed a wish that I could get it sorted because he was frustrated as well and he wished that someone in the government could do something to sort it because uh, he also expressed that I'm not the first person he's spoken to about this. You know, it's it's no, it's not okay in this day and age, you know, that people have to be putting up with this as well as being a full-time carer at home doing her best every single day. Yeah. Um, this is additional stuff that she has to worry about, you know. Claire, if anybody has solved this for a loved one of theirs, uh, they'll have an answer for you, hopefully. Please, God. Please, give, God. Thank you, PJ. Thank you so much and Happy New Year to you. Give my regards to your parents. Thank you. I will. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Straight away, actually, Claire. Now that you're gone, thanks. Um, it, Paula seems to know something about this and she says, it makes no difference collecting the pension. We advise it's out of date and then they still give the pension. The date really only becomes a problem when you apply it to the free travel. Thank you, uh, Paula. Kate says people were collecting pensions when they shouldn't have been. That's why they're so strict now, says Kate. Oh, I get it, Kate. There was a lot of messing, messing going on, but yeah, it's difficult, though. Trying to get the card replaced. And bear in mind, her mom will need the card replaced as well later in the year. Government departments and most companies also won't accept the PPS card as a valid photo ID. Have you ever noticed that? And I have one. I got them in the early days because we were doing a bit of work at home and there was a tax break for the work at the time and I had to get one of these cards in order to claim it back. And she need one now for a driver's license and you need one for God knows what. And I have it in my wallet and I never use it. But it says here that it won't be accepted as valid photo ID. It's supposed to, that's supposed to be a state document. Thanks to Tony O'Sullivan, who also passed on a phone number. He used this to get one of these cards in six days when he had a similar problem. Thanks for that. Uh, my husband has a public service card. He doesn't have an email address, so he uses mine when he needs it. When I try to renew my card, I can't. Oh, Jenny, God almighty. When I try to renew my card, says Margaret, I can't use the same email address. 
Yeah. Um, can you please tell the woman looking for the public service card, if she's looking for a photo, go out to O'Sullivan's Pharmacy on the back Douglas Road. They'll take a photo, give you a code. The picture will pass the credentials for MyGov. I've done this for the passport applications before, says Aaron. There's a small problem, Aaron, and that is her dad is pretty much housebound. It could be quite a thing to get him out, but that's a very generous offer. Dennis, we think, may have some advice for people. Are we ready to go on five or I take the take the Dennis? All right, Dennis, morning. Good morning, PJ. Uh, f- first of all, um, you don't need a, a card in order to collect your pension. Right. That was taken to court. That was taken to court by a slagger woman, I'd say, four or five years ago when these cards first came out. They wouldn't give her a pension until she got her uh, card. It was taken to court, and the court found these cards... You don't have to have a card to collect your pension. Okay. No, I'm not aware of that case. We might, we might look it up. Thanks, Dennis. Okay. Number and two is, why not you, you, get, you can get your pension paid into a bank account? So yeah. why not open a post office bank account, get the pension paid into the bank account, and then go down to the post office and collect it? Yeah, makes sense, too. Makes sense, yeah. too. We also had a yeah. call, as I heard there, you might have heard me mention there a second ago, Paula... <laughs> seems to know the system and says they don't actually need the the up-to-date card for the pension. That may have to tie in with what you say. It's the free travel yeah. could be a problem. Free travel? Free travel is a separate card. No, it's on your public service card. It's it's FC. No. No? No, I've got two. I've got two cards. Oh, have you? One okay. for free travel. Yeah, one for free travel okay. and one for um, the public service card. Okay, yeah. no, and the only reason I never... My, my son has, has the free travel and it comes on his public service card. Maybe things are different, but you don't need the card for your pension. That's that's solid. No. That's solid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis, for that. Thank you. And maybe open a bank account at the post office. Open a post office bank. They're in their 80s. They're, the days of opening stuff electronically and online seems to be somewhat beyond them. But, but thank you for that anyway. Lots of people. This is, hey, we're after touching a nerve here, I think, lads, uh, because it's, it's big. Um, if the issue is just the photo, go to the local pharmacy. They'll take the photo, send the image via email, and all you have to do is upload it. Uh, hi, Hillary says, Hi PJ, I brought my dad to the public office in Carrigaline. We were in and out in 20 minutes. It's across from the hotel. I know where it is, Hillary, thanks. That's very handy. That's where I went for my public service card, actually, uh, years ago now. Um, yeah, if, if Claire can bring her dad to a pharmacy or something, they will take the picture and then she gets a code and they can upload the code and that'll be all. Tickety-boo. I think the difficulty is that is pretty much housebound. But thank you very much anyway for your offers of help. Like I keep saying, you're all lovely. For the lady with the spinal problem, I'm in the same boat for the last year and a half. I've recently been put on an urgent list. If the woman is using mental health services, they can write a letter. Also, the GP can say that the pain is affecting her mentally. I had a letter sent from both my GP and from Pieta House, which helped. Thank you for that. Listen to Ashling, it resonates so much with me. I'm a carer, and when it comes to navigating systems, it's like jumping through hoops, red tape, everything's so difficult. We're burnt out trying to manage caring. The day-to-day, you end up so stressed and so disillusioned. And Claire is right. Older people paying taxes all their lives are now being treated 
appallingly. And with regard to Ashling, a lot of people are suggesting she seek a referral to pain management. A message here recommending a Dr. Brown in the South Infirmary. And there are also two excellent physio departments there. Physio certainly might help her. Mag says, my older brother has the same problem, bulging disc, kept awake at night, tingling, pins and needles. Pain relief makes him sick. He's tried acupuncture, had some relief from that, but only short term. No real treatment plan, except from anti-inflammatories. The GP advises, and they might affect his liver because he's nearly 70. So that's a worry for him too. He tries to take them only as a last resort. Other people are saying, keep ringing the clinic day after day after day. Annoy them into giving you an appointment. That, that's, that's, that's a tactic. 0818-969696. Win a pair of Apple AirPods with Quartz 96 FM. Just take our 10-minute music survey and you're in the draw. Tell us the tunes you'd listen to on repeat and what songs we should delete. Win your very own Apple AirPods. Give it a go right now. Find the link on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Or c96fm.ie. Anyone know, says this person on the phone, anyone know why traffic is backed up by the tunnel? It would seem that there's a crash on the N40 between Mahon and Bloomfield on the westerly direction. So that's your answer. 0818969696. Waiting lists. Tammy, morning. Morning, PJ. This is your dad, yeah? Yes, my dad. Um, he's on a waiting list for going on four years now for pain specialist. Oh, my God. In the South Infirmary with his knee. He has severe pain in his knee. And it looks like it's probably a knee surgery, but like it's four years of pain that he's going through now. And um, this is just to see the pain doctor? Alone. Yes, this is just so. even just to see a doctor. Um, we did get letters out stating, are you still in pain? Uh, send it back if you're still in pain. That went on for two, three years. Um, kept going back, nothing. Um, this is kept going to doctor of his own GP, sending back documents to the hospital stating that, can you see this guy? Mm-hmm. And still nothing. Then November of this last year, we got a letter out from Tralee General Hospital, from a Tralee Hospital, stating that they were willing to see him if the appointment came up. Would he take that appointment down there for them to see him down Tralee? We sent back the letter saying, yes, he would. And about about four days later, the South Infirmary got back onto us and said that, oh, we see that you were taking an appointment for Tralee. Um, If we give you an appointment here, will you take this? Or do you still want to wait for a pain specialist? Mm. Now, he, he did re- get a letter out stating that he is seeing a doctor next month. Sorry, Tammy, I'm just, just a small bit confused. The, yeah. the, the, the appointment he was offered in Tralee was to actually look at the knee itself, yeah? yeah? Well, it was just an actual pain. We don't know what it was. It was just saying that they were willing to give him an appointment down there okay. to see him down there. To see a pain doctor in Tralee yeah. because you were icy. To see somebody down there and was he willing to take that appointment? And we said yes. If it means going down to Chile and even if they did say yes, we will do your knee and get it down there, they will look after it all. And then the South Infirmary came back and said, we are willing to give you an appointment on a pain specialist here and see a doctor. Are you willing to take that one? 
So, so we were like, okay, we'll see which one will come in first. Now, he okay. did get an appointment for just at infirmary for next month, but that's just to be seen by a doctor, let alone it could be another eight, nine months down the line by the time he actually might need actually surgery or for anybody to actually look after it's his ridiculous. It's ridiculous, isn't yeah, it, Cameron? It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like this, but the you, exact same thing yeah. happened to me. Yeah, you had your own troubles, back, yeah? Yes, I had a back problem back in 2018. And I was waiting on the wait list for a good three years, but it turned out that I ended up in the stroke unit for four weeks because my whole right side of my body just literally shut down from pain. So I was in the CUH for four weeks and then went to see and kept going in and out of hospital because I was so sick. I was in so much pain. Um, Three years later, I ended up getting an appointment for the pain specialist, but by the time I got there, they said that my back was so bad that no. I ended up getting an L4 and L5 S1 dysdysectomy and spinal fusion. Yeah, that's a massive, that's a massive surgery. That's fusing yeah. parts of your lumbar spine, which is your, lo- yeah. your lower back, and, and they took out your disc. That's massive surgery. You sound yeah. very young, Tammy, to it's, be having... Yes, I'm only 42. My I God. I just turned 42, actually, yeah. But uh, I got that, and like that was three years of waiting and in severe pain oh, that I, I couldn't think, and... That was with doctors sending letters and CUH sending letters. And it was actually Dr. Brown actually in the infirmary that said, like, I can't do nothing for you. Um, you're in too much pain. It's gone too bad after three years. It's too A lot bad. of people he, send nice things about Dr. Brown, but he can only do what he can do. Yeah, he is lovely. Like, he did get me onto with Mark Dolan, the surgeon that did my back at the orthopedic surgeon. But like Another that great was, man, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh, he is brilliant. He was so good. But it was three years of waiting to see a pain specialist. Ridiculous. And it came to stage for me that it was actually too bad that I needed spinal fusion. Now, I was only in the neurosurgeon last week for a checkup again, and I have a bulging disc in my neck. Oh. Yes. So it's not as bad as what they think, but I did get a letter out about five months ago after the MRI stating I put on a waiting list for the pain specialist in the South Infirmary and that I will be on the list for about two years. Oh, help. That's what I got, yeah. How bad, so, is, how bad is the disc in your neck? Because I know all about the disc, those. The disc in my neck is sore, but it's it's manageable. Compared yes. to what I put up with my back, I've managed it. I know, Just I know. Sore now. Have you, got, of, have you got a spinal problem or is it something that you just... Uh, is it, it was just wear and tear. Wear and tear. It was just wear and tear what it was and it just came to stage that I actually was doing hydrotherapy pools and that's how they actually figured it because my leg would start to drag in behind me and then all my right side of my body just literally just shut down. Yeah. They thought I was having a stroke and that's how it actually turned out. Yeah. And that was... I was in the hospital... Doctors upon doctors kept coming in telling me, look, you're fine. Here's painkillers going away home. That, that went on for three years. Constant three years. That's what that went on for. God help you, Tammy. Yeah. Like it came th- to the this stage was in your he, 30s. Like, God yeah, help you. Like it came to the stage that like, I literally did not want to be around. That. The pain got so bad that like, I literally had to move out of my own house and move with my parents for my mom and my dad to look after me because I couldn't do anything. But it's like, it's the waiting, it's the pain put on the list. I was waiting for three years. It was going on four years because I only got my surgery in 2020, 2000, about three years ago, about 20, thing just yeah. before COVID kind of hit. Yeah, yeah. I got my surgery done because I was actually... And how did that for, work out for you? 
Well, COVID actually came at the right time for me because I was in recovery for it. So it was actually brilliant. So I was able to get a recovery brilliant um, Klein Crow Patrick last year for the first time. Yes, away. Friends of mine. Yes, with great friends of mine and it was brilliant. So well done. Yeah, but like I said, no, it's the you way... You barely like, climb I, the stairs if we had the operation, like? Yes, I literally couldn't. I literally had to move with my mom because she had um, a bathroom kind of downstairs and stuff. So um, that's where I lived for a while. But it's, it's but the it, lists. It's the waiting. It's it? the waiting list. Like I said, now my father is in so much pain at the moment. Like he can literally barely walk 30 metres without actually being so... Like he was in Blackpool last week and his knee got so bad that he literally nearly fell. Mm-hmm. And it's just a waiting list. And, and then, apart from the pain, Doctor, which you're dead, has anybody actually looked inside the knee to see what's going nope. on? No, not one person. He has. He's just pain, um, waiting on the pain specialist to see him. Now he has got the letter for Doctor Podrick O'Loughlin okay. for a doctor thing, but no, that's again like go see, take extras, probably see how the knee is, and then wait. No. We'll give you another date then it's for mad. probably if you're yeah. going to be surgery. But oh. it is just madness. The waiting list is mental and it's just, it's a joke. It's a, it's really bad when people are out there so sore and they can't do nothing for the pain yeah. and you're on a waiting list for so long. Mm. And like I said, my father got offered Tralee and then within four days of them finding out that he said yes to them, they were like, oh, we will put you on a priority list here. Right. For the that, I don't know what what's going on there, but that that's that's almost like competition between two hospitals to see who's going to treat the men in the end. Tammy, thank you, and I wish your dad well, and I hope that that works out in your neck for you that it's not too bad. That's massive surgery that she had done in twenty twenty late thirties, just turned forty for lumbar discs four and five. Oh God, spinal fusion. Oh God, bless you, you poor woman. It's the waiting time, and our systems, and lest I forget to mention it, um, our our hospitals are full of the most wonderful people. The names are coming in of the doctors this morning, Dr. Brown, for example, the pain specialist, wonderful, wonderful people, Dr. Dolan, the ortho, wonderful people, gifted people, but so many, so many patients trying to get in, it's, it's crackers, and you just don't know, and some... Some politician will knock on your door in the next 12 months and tell you they'll fix it all. Just look at them straight in the eyes and goes, bullshit, you don't know where to start. I mean it like that. I get so angry when politicians stand in front of you and promise you, oh, I'll fix all this. Where do you even start, Bozo? The minds are live. Join the conversation. Call 0818 96 96 96. Text or WhatsApp 083 396 96 96. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the opinion line with PJ Coogan. Coach 96 FM. I mentioned, and I said I was only doing it out of pure mischief at the start of the program this morning after another cold, very cold night. Cars all frozen this morning over around Chicago. There are trails of abandoned Teslas, if you're to believe some of the newspapers. I was wondering if anyone has a, a Tesla that gave trouble this morning, or any electric car that might have given trouble this morning, because, of course, to heat them up uses the battery that's in them. And unless you're running a hybrid, you don't get to charge that battery until you plug the, the car in. Uh, I have an EV, says this message. No issue starting this morning. It was minus six. 
like you said, I can warm and defrost the car from my phone from inside the house. I drive 500 kilometers a week. I can do all my charging on a cheap night rate from home for less than seven quid, as opposed to about 60 euro plus on my previous car, which was a diesel. Yeah, look, a lot of people who have EVs absolutely love them. Others, like we spoke here a couple of weeks ago with Adrian Weckler from The Independent, who, who bought one and loves his car, but it's the other problems with it, like the depreciation and the initial cost and the fact that the company putting in the overnight charges from home, that went wallop and there's loads of people waiting on home charge. But it is what it is, and thankfully... This person's EV started this morning in minus six, no problem. I love this thing, this technology though, where, and it was, I tell you, our, our gaffer here at 96FM, Kieran, was telling me about this. He has it on his phone and I think on his iPad as well, that when he's going around the kitchen in the morning making his cup of coffee or whatever he's doing before he leaves for his drive to work, he can contact the, it's, it's the coolest thing, it's almost sexy. He can contact the car from his phone and tell the car heat up that's that's cool that's 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 fantastic like 0818 96 96 96 the rest of us are just out with a kettle of hot water trying to clean the windows but there you go back to waiting lists um is he there lads um, lots of people calling in about waiting lists that the doctors are fantastic but it's just trying to get to see them is a problem um, when you get to the doctor, the doctor will do whatever they can for you, and they're all they're all really good. It's getting to them. This all came out of Ashling. Ashling called me. She she has a bulging disc in her neck, which came at her first in July of 2022, and at the time she was referred on to see a specialist. Then her symptoms went away, as can often happen, and they came back with fury. Uh, Christmas Eve last and she's in pain and she's eating painkillers and at this stage all they're doing is hurting her stomach not too much for her neck and she can't sleep and she has tingling in her arms and no strength in her fingers and it's 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 I can completely completely uh, identify with that but she got back onto the specialist and she'll be the bones of three years or more waiting to be seen she went back to her GP to see what the GP write her a new letter GP wrote her a new letter. She still won't be seen for three, maybe even four years. It's, it's it's awful. It's awful. And we've had many, many calls like that since. Now, Bill, you've gone so far as to set up a GoFundMe. I, I watched the video there of you trying to get, literally just trying to get into the house out of your car. You poor old devil. You were absolutely goosed. Knackered. Knackered. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And this came on you quite yeah. quickly. Yeah, I, did. Well, I, I had a hip replacement with my right, my right hip 10 years ago. Right. And that was uh, d- d- with Finbar Condon. He's a corkman. And um, it was, uh, that was a huge success. Yeah. And then to cut a long, to cut, cut a long story short, um, um, uh, I got the, I, got, I knew I had arthritis in my left hip. And uh, in the 2021, I had back surgery um, with uh, Chris Lim. He's a he's um, 
I probably shouldn't be mentioning names. No, it's okay. I know, I know Chris Lim. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually waiting to yeah. see Chris yeah. Lim. He's one of the best there is of what he does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm waiting to go back for a follow-up, and it's going to be another year before they do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway, um, I got the, the the two vaccines. That was fine. And then in, 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 in 2022, April 22, I went to the City Hall to get the uh, booster. And three weeks later, I woke up, and I couldn't get out of bed. Right. And the first thing, I lived alone um, in a three-bedroom house out in West Cork, in Ballinadee. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, um, and, and um, so I rang my boss and said, I can't, I, I can't go to work or I can't get out of bed. And um, he, he's extremely good to me. And um, I, um, I then, um, I think he rang somebody else. My sister came out and they got me out of bed. And... Um, it was like an arthritic condition all over. And then uh, I noticed uh, very quickly that the that kind of eased off, but the hip got um, really bad. Okay. You uh, already had arthritis in it, but it became so much worse. Yeah, but it, so you, it just, and you uh, need, you need yeah. a replacement. How long will you be waiting, Bill? Uh, well, I've been on the list 20 months, and um, I've just tried everything. And I, I don't know is the answer. I don't know. Um, that we've... But at this stage, I can't take it anymore. The pain has got too bad. Yeah, I'm looking at you and, trying to get uh, out of that car on, on your video. And, it, <laughs> and it's just, um, it's bone on bone. And the, the, the trouble was the last time um, I got, had the operation, um, I was, uh, it, it, he reckoned, Finbar reckoned I was th three weeks away from gangrene. Whoa. So, um, so it's that serious. And then last, um, uh, in, in, in September of, um, last year, I, I went in, actually went into, into the accident emergency and they just x-rayed me and they gave me tablets and sent me home again. Mm. So it's, um, just not getting anywhere. So, so much so that, um, I, I, I heard about, um, a friend of mine in West Cork um, told me about, um, lifeboat. Sorry, uh, this this crowd and uh, they they arrange um, for for uh, people to go to India. To India, okay. And yeah, so I'm actually going to India, and okay. it's um um. And that's uh, what you're funding to... for because it'll cost you a few quid. Yeah. It will, yeah. Well, 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 well the, the thing is, it, it's it's um. I was advising how to set up the funding because everything has to be above board, etc. So it's it's based on the VHI or the Bupa quotes and um, what it would cost to pay for the surgery mm -hmm. in, 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 in Ireland. And, and could you um, not get on to, I mean, I know India is great and there's some fantastic hospitals and doctors there, but did you not get on to, for example, healthcare abroad, the crowd that do it in Spain? We've talked to... I, I, I tell you, PJ, yeah, I, 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 as I say, it came on me so quick and then unfortunately um, 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 I, I've got a mental health condition and I had a low. I'm I'm actually bipolar. Okay, okay. Uh, 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 but I I use um. Would you believe I use um medication and meditation? I dig into um. Years and years ago, I had uh, anorexia, okay. and I learned this thing called transcendental meditation I've that heard saved of my job. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've been doing it for a year and a half, and it's absolutely saved my life. Okay. I, I can say nothing but good things about it. Right. And then the the. A priest told me it was uh, it was uh, satanic 
So I stopped doing it. <laughs> I've, I've Life went downhill. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I laughed uh, too, uh, but unfortunately, you, you, you didn't <laughs> stop, did you? I did. I stopped, and I, I stopped for years. And I've, I've only come back to it recently, but I came, came, but my interest never left. So I, I researched it upside down, inside out, and I'd be a bit of an expert on all these things. But uh, nonetheless, I wasn't doing the practice. All and right. uh, I've, I've come back to it. And so good, I, good. I'm usually, I'm, I'm on the lowest dose of uh, bipolar medication you can be good on. Man. How, quickly, how quickly could you get seen in India if you got the money through the GoFundMe? I, I can be on the operating table on uh, uh, yesterday, two weeks. Go on a way out of that. Uh, yeah. I play out if I if all goes according to the plan, yeah. And now I'm, if the money's coming in, and hopefully it will come in. Um, I'm I, I'm a total optimist. Uh, yeah. I believe it, I'll get enough. Good man. And 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 and, and um, 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 yeah. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm. God bless you. It's an awful situation but, to be in. Can you can you um, can you what? can you are you able to work still? Oh yeah, well, you see, my 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 boss is a bit of a legend, to be honest. I was on, I I had to go on the, I had to go on the, um, what you call it, uh, illness benefit for two months, and then uh, he kept in touch. He kept saying, "I want you to apply for this," so I applied, and um, and you can work from um, home, I think. No, I'm working twenty hours from home. Very good, very good, but, good uh, man. Am I allowed to mention him or not? Or, oh, go on if he's a nice fella. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Tom Kyo from Kyo's Crisps, and he's left. Ah, sure, we friend. know, we know Kyo's, we know Kyo's Crisps. Great people to work for. Tom, or sorry, Bill, I will leave you go there, and I wish you best. That line isn't the best; it's getting what we call a bit crunchy. But best of luck with that. Trying to fundraise to go to India for a hip replacement. He says if he gets the money, he can be there in two weeks. We know nothing about lifeboat or anything to do with it. But that's what Bill wants to do. And if he can raise the money, the best of luck to him. But he'd be months and months and years and years waiting to have it done here, as would loads of others that are contacting us. Just loads and loads and loads and loads of people who are who are so stuck in pain and stuck on waiting lists. And the same problem, pain management is the way to go. Dr. Brown in the South, yet another nice comment about Dr. Brown... Uh, treatment abroad. I know how that poor girl, I know what she's going through. This is Ashton. She needs to get on to contact healthcare abroad. That's from D. Between that now and government IDs and and not being able to use your card and not being able to replace your card, which is what Claire's car call was all about. It's, it's, it's a busy morning. Join the conversation. Text or WhatsApp 083-396-9696. This is the Opinion Live with PJ Coogan. Claire was on to us earlier on about her parents. Her parents are quite elderly. Her dad is housebound. His public service card is out of date and he's nervous. His mom and her mom is nervous about her the ability to collect their pensions. Our mom's card will run out as well later in the year and trying to get a new one has been proving to be a desperate rigmarole for Claire. Just a couple of message, messages on that. There's a phone number on the back of the card. I phoned that number and said the card was out of date. person said she'd looked after that for me. I had the card back in 10 days. An old photo which was used from the old card. 
Thank you. Anne says, just looking at her own public service cards now, PJ, they're both out of date. I didn't think they'd go out of date just after realising it. Mine was up three years ago, says this message. I went to ring about getting it renewed. The girl says I could just get an extension until I get things sorted. As you're talking about those cards, could you remind people that for those over 70, if you get a new card, make sure they include the bus pass. The card will have a C in the corner. Yeah, These cards do double as your bus pass for an awful lot of people. My boy included. That's that's how I know. I know it's someone on the last hour was saying that there's a different card for the bus pass. I, I don't know anything about that, but, but anyway. Um, my husband, yeah... Stop. They're there. There's pages of them. 0818 96 96 96. Now, Minister Michael McGrath and and the tarnished Michal Martin both said this week that something may be done about this warehoused debt that businesses are facing into. About 1.7 billion euro of debt tax that was owed businesses were allowed to hold on to it during the pandemic but now of course it's owed it was originally owed back in October of 2022 but that was extended until May of 2024 so there's about 1.4 billion euro worth of debt due to be collected by the taxman in May which will put an awful lot of pressure on an awful lot of businesses now Michael McGrath said yesterday the government will introduce flexibilities there are already calls we've had a couple of people ringing us in here and one or two politicians have been quietly now saying maybe with the surplus that we have we could just write it off as a once-off but I couldn't see Michael McGrath doing that to be honest with you all this comes in the week after four restaurants closed their doors here in Cork the White Rabbit went Nash 19 Tong Sing and Pigal up on Barrack Street, and loads and loads and loads of them are in trouble. Um, i joined on the phone by Jeff, who has Koto on Carey's Lane. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, PJ. Thank you for having me on. Delighted to have you. It's a frightening time. Yeah, it's a very strange time. Um, I don't remember a time like this when so many restaurants um, are closing up. Um, it's time for firm, meaningful change from our government. Um, you mentioned with, with the debt warehousing. Uh, we're lucky we don't. We're not in that position, but it's good they're finally engaging with us. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to move forward. You know, engage with the, all the stakeholders, make plans because something is better than nothing. Yeah, from their the, point of view, the VAT rate. People are on about the VAT rate, and the, the government said they couldn't leave the nine percent, and they made up some story about. Well, we can't determine between an ordinary business like yours down in Kerry's Lane and a hotel. Now, to me, that sounds like a very watery excuse. Yeah, to be honest, I think they never intended, when they set the VAT rate to change back to 13.5% last, at the end of August, you know, they did it while the government was on holidays. So there was no, there was no engagement. There was no one to talk to. It was just done overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the VAT rate, the VAT rate is killer. 13.5% of every cup of coffee, every bowl of noodles, Every every plate of food that goes out, thirteen and a half percent has gone straight to the governments, and like within every restaurant anyway at the moment, food and drink is separated between thirteen and a half percent and twenty three percent. So I don't understand why hotels can't have their rooms at twenty three percent. Sorry, thirteen and a half percent. Yeah, and the restaurants within the hotel 
at 90%. You know, it's a very, everyone has tills, the technology's there. Yes. It's, it's, it's a yes. very easy solution. Yes. Particularly, particularly these days when everything is computerized, if you're putting exactly. in the price of something, you include the VAT rate into that and then you just tap a button on the screen. It's, it's not rocket exactly. science, to say the very, very least. Um, your, your own situation, you say you don't have warehouse debt. Is that because you're, you're relatively new? Is that, is that because of that? Or why don't you have warehouse um, So we're seven years open in March. Okay. Um, our type of food, we're, we're Asian food, so we stayed open during most of the lockdowns for takeaways. I see. Um, because our, our, food, our food lends to takeaway. It works very well. Um, the delivered product is it doesn't deteriorate um, compared to you know for example if you ordered a steak to be yeah, delivered to your house yeah. that's not going to be the same but um, noodles rice dishes stir fries the curries uh, the quality the quality remains the same yeah. for delivery so you were able to look after your tax bill and stay open which exactly. was great which was great yep. for you great for you <laughs> it's a bad we're, we're in a bad way when you see the big names going aren't we though Jeff yeah, very bad. Um, and they're all they're all small, independent, family-owned businesses. Like they, many of them are they're weaved into the community. Um, like Nash Nineteen was opened the year I was born, so thirty-one years ago. Um, and they're all um, they all employ fifteen, twenty people. We all know the knock-on effect they have throughout the local community. You only need to walk down Patrick Street. Every second unit is almost empty. You know, we need. Independent restaurants open. We don't need chains. Um, Cork is a nice, really nice, small city. Um, when tourists come here, they love strolling down um, to all the different restaurants, popping into Mutton Lane, these places that just don't exist yeah. in other uh, cities. No, and when you go to another city, anywhere in Europe, say, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. the chain restaurant you're looking for. It's the local exactly. place with local food exactly. and local charm. Uh, yeah, we're, and we're in severe danger of losing a lot of them. In terms of rent, and, do you own your place or do you rent it? Rent. You rent. Like rent and rates. Well, you're, 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 the rates are crazy. The rates, uh, the rates are crazy. Um, they are. There's no two ways about that. Um, City Hall, in fairness, we're lucky. They um, There's a new art piece on the street and we've got festoon lighting, things like this. So we saw a bit of return this year, you know, it, it adds to the street. You know, when you look down, you see the lights at night time. Yeah, it's a winter. Yeah, yeah it, it, it entices you to go down. And they're up permanently now. Good. So that's, you know, so that's a good thing. Um, but there's, you know, there's a lot more that can be done for the city centre. Mm. Like rates in, in your area there, they're done on your mm. square footage, not on your turnover. Yes. So, so if you're rammed making a load of cash, which I hope you are many mm-hmm. times a week... Um, that makes no difference if the place is empty then the rates are the same correct yeah, yeah. it should be on your turnover shouldn't they a lot of people have said that yeah before. it's not it's not it's not a, it's not a bad idea um, yeah. yeah what do you think what's the talk around among yourself and your neighbours there for example what's the talk about this so where, how it um, might go for the rest of the year I'd say it's going to be a tough couple of months. Uh, there's a lot of challenges for the industry. Um, Labour is going up, pension auto enrollments, statutory, statutory sick pay. Mm-hmm. It's a loss kind of all at the same time, especially, look, we all know inflation is still really high. It's killer. And the costs are really high. So I think it's going to be a time we'll have to work harder than ever to keep keep up, keep ahead. Um, 
The in the belt. The minimum wage went up on the first of January. Now there are those mm-hmm. who say I'm not I'm only I'm only quoting what others say, but there are those who mm-hmm. would say, Jeff, that if you can't pay the minimum wage, shut your doors anyway. You shouldn't be in business. Yep. That that's unfair, I think, is it? It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit black and white. But I, you know, that's not the position we're in. Most of our staff, you know, they've worked for a long, long time. Um, most people aren't on minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. In here, anyway. Yeah. So every, every business is different, different margins. You know, a coffee shop is different to a full service restaurant. It's not a one policy fits all. Yeah. I have you. Well, look, I wish you luck, and I wish all the neighbours around you luck. That's Koto on Kerry's Lane, Jeff, Jeff Safar Hamdi. Uh, the gaffer at Koto on Kerry's Lane there. They managed to work through COVID so they don't have the warehouse debt, but many others around them do, and it's going to be a big problem come May. Let's go to the Castle Bar, South Main Street. Uh, Michael O'Donovan, of course, Vintners Federation man locally. There's another problem coming, or another charge coming, Michael, from the 1st of February, this, I guarantee you, people are going to be ringing me on the 1st and 2nd of February going, what's going on with the bottles? It's coming, it's going to get costly, and it's going to be very difficult for everybody. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Yes, uh, we have a, a return um, charge coming on the 1st of February. It's an EU uh, directive coming in from across Europe, and the government are implementing it. It's, it's for tin cans and plastic bottles. It's not for glass bottles. Um, most pubs would have, most of the products would be in, in, uh, in glass bottles, but what will affect pubs really is there's there's a couple of products i suppose red bull would be a popular one that comes in a in a can uh, west coast cooler comes in a can and um what a lot of pubs will be caught with is the cordials they all come in plastic bottles but of course, um, the, yeah. the splashes and say if you're giving um dashes of coke or seven up or whatever they generally come in plastic bottles um and I, I suppose the big two that will really affect the, the the pub trade will be, as I said, the, the Red Bull and the West Coast Cooler uh, cans. Red now, Bull will pu- go up by about, what, 15 cents a can? Yeah, it'll be 15 cents a can. Um, so, like, if um, uh, when we buy our cans from our supplier, um, it will be a 15 cent per can charge right. on top of it. And then uh, what is really, I suppose, the the uh, annoying part is the cans have to be pristine to go back right. to our um, to any reversing vending machine. I think people have missed that. People are missing that, Michael. Actually, um, we're all saying, "Oh, sure." Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. We'll just—they do it over the world. We'll just keep our bottles in cans, and we'll bring them back and stick them in the hole in the machine, and everything will be fine. You have to have them almost as good as when you. As you got them, yes, they, they, the machine will have to read a barcode on them um, and they'll have to have, obviously, the return logo on it. So the, the cans will have to be pristine, the bottles will have to be pristine, uh, and that's the, that's the difficult part, all right, is, uh, you know, traditionally when people get a, a, a can of Red Bull, they pour it into one or two glasses and the can gets crushed uh, yes, to, to squeeze it out. And, and if that happens, unfortunately, 
um, that's 15 cent gone under the new uh, regime and so it's you, going to become yeah. how are you going to bring it back like it's not like you can bring and because a pub will have loads and loads of new goods or a few slabs of Red Bull a week how are you going to bring all that down to t- Tesco or Aldi like where's that yeah the, the re- return of a couple of options for us and one is that there will be a, a collection that they will come um, that they'll give us bags and that they will come and collect us but look I suppose it's it's a worry at the moment because we it's going into the dark we don't know how it's going to work really you know and it's um, it's going to be a worry and we've had meetings with return uh, .ie the company and you know there's there's um, there's different options for publicans. Yes, they can take the the cans back to a local uh, re- a reverse machine at the local Aldi or Super Value or Tesco, wherever that will be, or Duns. Um, but it's time consuming because that's time away from your business, um, and yeah. or, or you have to get a, a collection. So it's 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 not ideal, really. No, and if you get a collection, then fella arrives in a van. You give them three or four bags of Red Bull cans and Coke bo- plastic Coke bottles. How do you get your money back then? Yeah, it goes back to the to the return depot, and they will tell us what has um, what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. So you're you'll be sending it back, not knowing how much money you're going to be getting back for for all the products that you for the cans and bottles that you've sold over the, that period. So this, this all kicks a, in two weeks from now, and I haven't yet seen a bottle or a can with this return logo on it. No, I think they're they're not. Uh, they're, they'll start to come out. Um, I think on the first of February or, or that week, you know, around then. So I I think whole, wholesalers, I suppose, will be starting gearing up now. And, and, the and there's a the thing, two. Michael. Sorry now to cut across. They'll, they'll start coming out on the first of February. This is important, not just for people in the pub trade, but anyone buying uh, cans and bottles in the supermarket. So. The system kicks in from the 1st of February. One assumes the charges will kick in from the 1st of February. But if you're selling old stock, you won't get that money back. No, it, 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 it'll only, our understanding is it'll only be on the new stock that will carry the logo. So there is a three-month uh, transfer period you know, for old stock to be used up. So if you have old stock in a shop or in, say, a bar... That won't qualify for the fifteen cent. It's only the new uh, stock that will come out with the logo it's on it. It's going to screw up uh, your till system. You have to is that an old can or a new can? Look up there. Can you see? Is that an old? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 time consuming. But look, I suppose there's a changeover period. Um, it's 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 difficult at the moment. But um, look, it's it's one of these that we're going to have to work through and you know see the teething problems with it and hopefully work through it. Michael, lastly. Uh, speaking more with your general VFI hat on again, pubs struggling with that warehouse debt as well. Uh, could we see pub closures in late spring? Yeah, look, we, we'd hope not. Um, look, we've been obviously in talks with government the last number of weeks. Um, I get the impression that this warehousing is going to be extended and the interest rates are going to be at a favourable rate. So to give businesses... Uh, the opportunity to spread it out over a, a longer period. Um, look, we're in a perfect storm at the moment. We've had, you know, the, the minimum wage increasing, and you know, we, we did a, a small survey here back in September in Cork, and very few, you know, thirteen fifty was nearly the the minimum wage that was across um, uh, the hospitality sector and the pubs. Okay. So, 
you know, there's been a, a pro rata because those that are on um, a rate that's slightly higher, um, there's an expectation and there was an expectation on the 1st of January that wages went up. So it, it's had a huge impact. Um, yeah, here. many people have said that it doesn't just affect the staff you have on min- minimum wage, that their wage goes up. But the guy who's the next stage up the ladder from them is also yeah. going to expect a lift up. Yeah, that's 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 been the big issue here um, in our industry that there's been you know uh, um, an expectation and it's it's had to be passed on, but I think you know the sick days are are a huge issue as well for us because um, in our industry if somebody rings in sick, mm. yes you have you have to pay them their their sick days now, but uh, the big issue for in our industry is that person has to be replaced. So if you're paying somebody fourteen fifteen euros an hour. Uh, they're off, they're sick, and then you have to bring in another person to cover them for that day. I must say, Michael, I'm not so so, uh, bothered about that myself because I, you know, so many people we know over the years, maybe it's changing, I hope it is, but so many people in the catering and hospitality trade, you go sick, you get nothing. Yeah, that that, that was the way it, 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 uh, it was, but I suppose the the hospitality industry is such a low margin industry carrying you know these costs are we've seen with businesses you know all these costs added together <clears throat> it's a culmination of it that it's making it so difficult to to stay in business and that's, and that's what making people that's what making people struggle and making people is closing doors and pulling down sh- shutters michael thank you michael o'donovan vfi and of course gaffer at the castle on south main street or north main street rather um yeah this whole bottles and cans thing kicks in two weeks today on the 1st of February where I and your bottle, your plastic bottle 500ml plastic bottle be it coke or sparkling water or whatever you're having yourself that's going to go up by 15 cents your can is going to go up by 20 cents or something like that your, your can, your beer can, your coke can, your Fanta can whatever is going up as well every one of them is going up then you must bring it back and put it into a machine and the machine would give you out a a voucher and yeah, it's South Main Street. Sorry, my geography's off this morning. Castles in South Main Street, of course. Thanks. So you're going to get this voucher out of the, I was looking at the machine in Tesco and looking at the machine in Aldi. They're not working yet, but looking at them over the last couple of weeks, you'll put the bottle or the can in and the machine will check that the bottle of the can is okay and it'll count out how much you're owed back and you'll get a little voucher. I don't know whether you can actually get cash for that. You certainly can use it within Aldi or within Dunn's or within Tesco or within Super Value. But I'm thinking that could be kind of hard on the fella in the little corner shop who can't afford the machine, still has to charge you the extra 15 cents, but then you go off down to Super Value or Aldi or Lidl or wherever you're having yourself, you put the you put his bottle into that machine, you get your voucher out, and you spend it not in his shop, but somewhere else. People are going to have a problem with this in two weeks' time. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. The traffic is clear after that crash from earlier. Thank you. Someone who works in Lidl was on to say that if you come into our shop and you put the bottles and cans into our machine, we can give you cash once it's our voucher that you're cashing in. I got it. 
Thanks. 0818-969696. Would you consider it useful to have a word of caution for young males heading to school or college on these dark, cold mornings? So many of them walk with their hands in their pockets. There's loads of black ice out there. As you're aware, a slip or a fall could result in serious injury. And if you have your hands in your pockets, you'll, as they say, fall helpless. Thanks, Michael. Good idea, Michael. You know the way you walk along for school in the morning trying to keep the hands warm inside in the pockets of the trousers and if the legs go from under you, whip, bang, you're down in your arse. You can't stop with your hands because your hands are inside in your pockets. Thank you, Michael. Get a pair of gloves. A pair of cheap gloves. Keep your hands warm. Thanks. 0818 
Um, and like I've, I've young kids, so I had no life with them and stuff. So how quickly um, did the healthcare abroad process work? When did you contact them? I contacted them, it was the, the middle of October, and they had me out there within four weeks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you were done for Christmas? I was done for Christmas. I had the operation on the 15th of November. Wow. And how's the recovery going? Great, really good. Yeah. Um, no, it's going really well. I saw my, my chiropractor on Monday and she said it's all going excellent and um, I'm, I'm paying for it. I haven't taken pain medication for five weeks. Yeah, a good, oh God, a good, a good pain, a good chiropractor is, is a blessing in anybody's life. Yeah. Talk to me yeah. about the process, um, about, you know, from start to finish. So you contacted them and they came back to you and the whole thing is set up. What does it cost you? Um, so you, you have to come up with the money for the hip replacement yourself mm. first. Um, so that initially you have to come up with what I had to come up with was thirteen thousand three hundred and ninety-five. Okay. But they will. Um, you get that back within twelve weeks from the HSE. Have you got it back yet? No, no. Okay. The HSE have been in contact with me. Okay. Um, and it's all it's all been. And did through. you did you go to a credit union or something to get that, or did you have it? I I my I got a lend off a family member okay. for that. Good, good. Um, good. And then the flights and accommodation you have to you have, you have to cover that yourself. That's you cover that yourself. So it costs it was eight hundred and twenty euros for the um for the hotel for the two weeks. That was including dinner. Hang on, two weeks. Yeah, eight hundred and twenty-two euros. Ah, uh-huh, here, Debbie. Yeah. I and that was <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Two yeah. weeks in a hotel. In a four-star di- hotel. In a four-star yeah. hotel, including dinner for 820 quid. Okay, right, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. And then you had your operation. Yeah. And how so did I that could... go? That, that, that's, it, I understand the hospitals are brilliant. They all speak English, and it works really well. Oh, yeah, all the consultants are fluent English. All the Most of the nurses are. There's the odd nurse who isn't, but they, they, they can speak enough. To, to get you through. Yeah. And how long um, were you in hospital? I was in hospital for three nights. Okay. And then the second week over there, you get 10 intensive physio sessions, which you don't get here. Yeah. So I was being brought back and forth to physio twice a day. Brought back and forth? Oh, yeah. You, you, I flew over there with healthcare abroad. Somebody collected me from the airport. Um, and then I had a driver take me from the hotel to the the hospital every day for all my appointments. Right. And then for physio, you get picked up, drove, driven yep. up, driven back. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you need anything in your room, like, because obviously when I come out of hospital, I couldn't get to the shops to get water or anything like sure. that. But they, they, just the drivers would get everything I needed. Yeah. How long was it, Debbie, before you could, as they say, hobble about a bit? I was, um... I left the hospital on two crutches on the Saturday and on the Tuesday I was down to one crutch. So less than a week after. Good God. Yeah, that was because it was basically down to the, all the physio. Like I was getting two physios a day. It was really good. That's incredible. And yeah. did you have to bring a crutch home? Were you still on the one getting on the plane? I suppose you were, were you? I was, I was still, I was out and about. I was on two. It was kind of anywhere that was... I knew well I was on one so I came home on two um, now I'm, I'm I use one if I kind of go out for a walk or anything I, it's 
it's kind of there just to, to help me up at, at the moment, but that's mm. about to go. But around the house, I'm on no crutches at all. So Brilliant. most of my Brilliant. days spent on, on no crutches. That's fantastic. And how long do you reckon it'll be? I know you said the HSC were in touch. How long do you reckon it'll be before you get your dosh back? Um, I'm hoping in the next two weeks. Let me know on that, will you, Deb? Because we've had been, we have been getting some quiet complaints that it's taken longer and longer to get the money back, that you will get it back. Yeah. But you'll be waiting. Yeah. Let, let us know. Would you do that? Let us know when you get it back. I will. I will. I will let you know. That'd be marvellous. I'm delighted, I'm delighted for you. I'm del- really delighted for you. There's a queue of people getting out there uh, for the healthcare abroad. Thank you, Debbie. 0818 I, <laughs> I thought I misheard that. Two weeks in a four-star hotel in Spain, Denia, which is near Alicante, and has run that general region, or near more than closer to Benidorm, actually. Um, two weeks in a hotel, 800 not quid. Jesus, lads. On the recyclable, well, first of all, um, um, Damien from the newsroom has been looking through this whole bottle tax thing for us. I'll catch up with him after the news. That little worker gave us a bit more information. You bring recyclables from another store, bring it into our machine. The only limitation is that if you opt for a voucher, that voucher can only be used with us. I'm not speaking for little, so I can't come on air. That's okay, thank you. But as far as I know, all participating large retailers will have the same policy. So you have your bottles and cans, you go down to the local little, you put them into the machine, machine gives you the voucher, you can get cash according to this worker, but if you decide to use the voucher, you can only use it in little. Thank you. And Anne-Marie says, uh, I was told recently by a local supermarket, you actually have to bring the bottles and cans back to the shop you bought them in. All the bottles and cans will have individual barcodes to identify the shop. That's great. I don't think so. You see, this is the confusion. And as I said, Damien from the newsroom has been looking into it for us and we'll try and see what's coming to us after the news. It's two weeks today this whole crack starts. Now we start talking about it, I know. And we're we're great in this country. We really only start finding problems with something when it has started already. So we'll try and stave off a few of those problems after the news. Two grand minute. Listen to play at 7.40 and 8.40 every day. I'm in love with the money. Answer 10 questions in 60 seconds to claim 2,000 euros. 2,000 euros. Yeah, the two grand minute. With Cork Dental Care, you'll be all smiles when you see their treatments with Invisalign at corkdentalcare.ie. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. The money. On Cork's 96 FM. <laughs> the lines are live. Join the conversation. Call 0818 96 96 96. Extra WhatsApp 083 396 96 96. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. This is the opinion line with PJ Coogan. Cox 96FM. Yeah, kicks in. Damien Sreenan from the newsroom has been looking into it for us and we'll go through some of the ins and outs of it in a few minutes time. A lot of questions particularly the question is if I go to a corner shop that doesn't have a machine 
can I get money to come back and spend later in that corner shop? We think the answer is yes, you can. But you're going to have to go down to Aldi or Lidl or Supervalue or Duns or Tesco or some one of those and put the bottles and cans into their machine, get the voucher, and then they'll have to cash it for you and give you cash. They would much prefer if you went and shopped in their shop. And of course they would. That's just one of the things. And it all kicks in two weeks from today. If you're a person who buys, for example, as I would, I'd buy a, a crate of water, fizzy water, 12 bottles of fizzy water. My 12 bottles of fizzy water is going to go up by <laughs> nearly two quid. So, you know, and I get it back. I know I will, but still. So we'll get to that uh, presently, as they say. Uh, but talking about waiting lists all morning, this started with, and she's made the newsroom now as well, this started with Ashling, who has a bulging disc in her neck and she's in a lot of pain. She's literally eating painkillers. She has a guide dog. This is the saddest part of it all. She has a guide dog, but because she works the guide dog with her left arm, sometimes she can't grip the guide dog's harness. She hasn't got the strength so she can't go out now with her guide dog. She can't go to the to the shop or anything on, on days when the pain is bad. And unfortunately, that's that's most days now. And she's been told, getting back and forth to the consultant, she has been told that she'll be three to three and a half years waiting just to be seen. That's what started the conversation this morning. Then, of course, inevitably, it comes up to treatment abroad and hip replacements. I spoke to Bill. Bill is doing a GoFundMe for himself at the moment to see can he get to India I don't know what he's going to do out in India I think they call it lifeboats or something like that it's a system whereby you can book that, that's a matter for Bill and whoever wants to help him to fund it but it, we came back to treatment abroad which was a huge topic of conversation during 2023 and indeed back into 2022 and you and I did talk before the question of how long it takes to get your money back the HSE says They'll do it inside 12 weeks. Some people are waiting longer than that. You got yours back quite quickly. Good morning. No, PJ. I was waiting six months. Good morning. I was waiting well, six, six months. months? My, yes. Oh, I thought I, my notes are no, on front of you said six weeks. No, oh, God, I told her. My friend got it back a few weeks ago in five weeks. Right. She Did had her you... oper- operation done the October weekend. Right. And she had the money in her bank before Christmas. Crikey. When did you get yours done? I got mine done in September 22. September 22. And you got the money back in the spring of 23? Yeah. Yeah. So nearly I six I was very months. long waiting. I right now six months. But then PJ was worth it. Oh, yeah. Without the pain, it was worth every penny of it. You how, know? how long had you been in trouble? I was attending the consultant for seven years. Seven years? Every six months, he'd me up. And it's the same thing every time. Lose weight, we do it. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Then I lost two stone and then he wouldn't entertain me. Why? He actually told me, go to surgery, I can't do more for you, he said, go home. Go abroad, he said. But if they do a backup job, I won't be repairing it for you. They were his words to me. Well, that, wasn't, that wasn't a very nice way to talk to you. It let's, wasn't. Let's not name no. anybody. I, oh, I wouldn't give his name. I wouldn't even give the hospital. But he did say that to me, PJ, because I came out of the hospital devastated. Yeah. And I went into a, car, a, a black place, as we like, for a while. And then I went back to my doctor and I said, you'll have to do something. He said, he's after doing this, Mike. He's after saying this. 
I heard about healthcare abroad. I actually heard it on your show one morning. That's right. It's, it's, a, it's a year or so ago now since we talked. So you you, yeah. made, you made them you made a call or you sent an email. I made a call. Right. I actually sent an email and they rang me back. Right. Well, when they rang me back, then I got nervous. I didn't want to take it because I said, "Nah, what event happened?" Yeah. But they rang me again, and I always remember it was the fifteenth of July. Right. I was down in West Cork. It was a lovely day, and he said to me, "Can you fly out the first of August?" And you thought it was a wind up. I did. I said, not a hope. So then I got there. I said, no, 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 I'm afraid of this now. So I said, look, I'll go to 4th of September. Right. No problem. They booked me in for the 4th of September to fly out of Cork. Well, I booked the flights myself. Yes. And I had my operation done on the 7th of September. Right. And I came home on one crutch after the, the operation. No medication. I did. I took a paracetamol on the plane. Just for comfort more than anything else. I know. You thought that because it was all happening so fast. You see, we're so used to, Anne, aren't we? We're so used to being told, oh, you'll be waiting months, you'll be waiting years. Then when someone on the end of the phone says, actually, can you come out in two weeks? You th- we're kind of pre-programmed to think there's something wrong. Would like. Yeah. yeah. I tell you this much, PJ, they left my husband stay in the hospital with me. Did they? Did it. They gave me a double pull-out bed in the hospital. Wow. For the couple of days I was in, they left him still, because I said, well, I'd be nervous with him on his own. As he get last going on the, our own neighbourhood, never mind, their own Spain. <laughs> you know? So, and I'm, I'm told, I've never been there, I've, I've been to that general area, but I've never been. I'm told that the area around Denia where you stay is lovely. It's beautiful, because I tell you, one of the drivers actually took me out for a spin, because like that, I didn't get to see much of it. Yeah. And before we came home, he took me all around it. Show me all the spots in fairness. He actually took me down to the shop before I came back. <laughs> the driver. <laughs> he took me down And, and you get picked free. up every day for physio and everything, do you? You're picked up every day if you're a physio. They're waiting to bring you back. And like that, if you need to go anywhere, there, there's a car there. You tell me you want to go somewhere, there's a car there to take you. No matter what you want. And it co- now I know you, play for your, you pay for your flights and accommodation. How much did you pay for the accommodation? And given that hubby went with you, I'm assuming it was big money. It was 800 euros. Oh, help. And that was for bed and uh, breakfast and dinner. For how long? We were for two weeks. For two of you? For two of us. <laughs> it was, I'm telling you that. No, she wouldn't you wouldn't get Clarny, correct? <laughs> you couldn't. Oh, my God. You wouldn't get. Yeah, you're right. You wouldn't get, you wouldn't get two nights in Clarny for it. But one of the nights I wasn't well. And I was going down the following morning down the corridor and I met one of the team. Yeah. Paul is his name. He's actually based in Dublin. But he knew by looking at me I wasn't great. Oh, I think I've spoken like, to him. Paul Bourne. Paul is lovely. Paul is... No, each and every one of them. I couldn't yeah. fault any of them. Because one is nicer than the other. Paul. Paul is still checking up on me now. And I'm a year and a half after my operation. I'm really still in contact. Yeah. They have a great follow-up system. Do you know what I mean? To, 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 can you, it would set you thinking, wouldn't it, Anne? How, how is it that we can go to a, a foreign country, which is, let's face it, it's only two hours. We That's can all. take a two-hour flight, be treated like royalty, and yeah. be pain-free in a few days after waiting oh. years. What's, what's wrong here, Anne? There's something desperately wrong in there. They wanted to go back and look at their books and see what they're doing wrong, like, because there's definitely... But, you know, it's not only hips and knees that they do over there. Yeah. They do any elective surgery that's on the Irish thing. The Irish system. They will oh. do it in Denia. Oh. They do hysterectomies. They do embryosis. I can't say the word. Endometriosis. The, yeah. the, em- the bulging discs. They do all that. Really? So that girl that you were at talking to will be worth making a phone call to Paul Burns. 
because they'll do like Paul went out first day to get treatment himself Ashling. that's how Paul got involved Ashling, Ashling has a bulging disc and she needs to get it seen to him possibly <clears throat> possibly replay I moved in fixed I well, don't know what to do we've worked making a phone call to Paul Burns wow in care abroad if she Google it she'll get their Dublin number she can talk to him he won't like it won't cost much to make a phone call PJ no and he would set her on the right track but they do everything <sighs> Like, I got on to Paul before about that, and I said, Paul, exactly what she specialised in. He said, and you name it, we do it. Once it's on the, the system in Ireland, yeah. it can be done healthcare abroad. Any day, when you part to Europe to get it done. So, once, it, so once it's surgery that might get done here, but you'll be waiting for it, they'll do it over yeah, yonder? they'll do it over there. Good Lord. They'll do, like the time we went over, no, we went over, and he said, my own man, he was getting his cat tracks done. Nah. I mean, that man flew over on his own at 87. Yeah. I'm only in my early 60s, I wouldn't go on my own. No, I could have went on my own with the way I was treated. Yeah. Yeah, it's the I hotel I can't. It's the hotel I can't go over, like. Oh, and it's a beautiful <laughs> hotel. <laughs> I know. You only want to book it yourself. Have <laughs> yeah, a little holiday. A little holiday. All right. And, and well, good luck. I recommend that first make the phone call. Okay. And the problem was getting the money back with you was nearly six months. And what was the complication, did you know? They said there was such an influx, is it? There was so many people after getting it done at the time. Um, I think they just said they set up right. I think they're after sorting out their things now. Because some of the credit unions are doing all the heavy lifting now. They, once you know that, once they know you're going to Denia, they'll they'll set the whole thing up for you and lend you the well, money. Well, that's what I done. They done. Oh. That's what I done as well, PJ. Oh really? I went to my local credit union and they gave me the money, and then all I did every month was all I had to do was pay them interest. Mm. Mm. And like that, there was a couple of pounds coming off the actual loan every month as well. Right. Only a couple of hundred. But I still got money back when I went up and paid off my loan. I had a couple of hundred came back to me as well. Handy out, handy out. Do you know? So, like it was worth it for the six months. What was I talking about? Eight hundred euros, I suppose, for the six months I spent out. Handy out. It. it was indeed. It was indeed. And thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. This is going on all the time. It's not just the odd person goes out. There's, there's, I won't say plain loads, but there's loads of people going out week in week out to Spain to get these uh, treatments done that um, that you could or you should be able to get done here but take forever to do it uh, Tony says I got my cataracts done there were six months apart one done in Derry one done in Belfast the full cost is around two and a half thousand you get back about two thousand inside ten weeks it's well worth it and well done to Michael Collins TD for organising it I got a hip re- Sean says I got a hip replacement in Belfast March 2023 still waiting for the money they do use every tactic to try to delay giving it back sorry about that yeah various reports on on getting the money back now bottle tax as people are calling it two weeks today it all kicks in and Damien Sreen from the newsroom here at 96FM has been looking into it I guess Damien in advance of covering the big changeover because we just know it's only then people will realise how difficult it actually is. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. It all kicks um, in on the 1st of February. What will change? Yeah, so look, consumers can expect to pay extra money on any single-use plastic bottle or aluminium can uh, that they purchase from any shop, no matter whether it's one can or 24 cans uh, every consumer is going to see a price increase but the price increase is a deposit that you're paying 
on your can or bottle. And when you bring it back to one of the, the they're sort of big, these big blue machines, you'll see them outside Aldi's and Tesco's at the moment. Uh, they're quite large. So Tesco's, Aldi's, uh, I think Little they've, they've all invested heavily in this, like 15 billion. And I think every Tesco store will have one. I think all Aldi stores have them as well. And um, so if you were to buy, and I, I suppose just to put it, so 12 bottles of water, you're going to pay 15 cent on every bottle of water if it's under 500 milliliters, mm-hmm. which is the smaller bottles. So it's one euro 80. The consumer can expect to pay extra uh, on top of their, whatever they're paying for their water. Mm-hmm. And I, I know what we said, like Sibaldi, a, a bottle of water is quite cheap. So, you know, it, it will seem, it'll seem nearly double the price possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the way it's going to work is any plastic bottle or can that's under 500 milliliters is going to be 15 cent extra. Any bottle or can that's over 500 milliliters to three liters is going to be 25 cent extra. So if I buy 12 bottles of water, they're, they're, they're 330 mil, that's one euro 80. If I twi- a slab of Coke, which people will buy for Christmas, you know, people could, that's 24 cans, it's going to be three euro 60 extra. If you buy eight cans of beer in the off license, two euro extra because they're 500 milliliters. So uh, people will see this. What you do then is bring it back to the machine, you can't damage the can, you can't damage the, the bottle, uh, and you'll bring it back. You'll receive a voucher from the machine. Now, that voucher can be brought into the shop, and you can get exchange it for cash, or you can use that voucher in that store, and only that store. You can't. So if I got a voucher from Aldi and Lidl, I can't use it in Aldi somewhere else. If I that got one from Aldi Douglas, can I use it in Aldi Mayfield, say? No, no, you must use you the must voucher use in the store that issues you. With it, yeah. So when you go to the machine, now they've trialed this in Drogheda last year, um, and there, it was, I think, the average wait time was 71 seconds. So you get a receipt then, which you bring into the shop. The shop then will either give you a voucher or cash. You are fully entitled to cash. Nice. Um, back from that store. Um, I suppose, look, it's the reason for it is we have a 23% uh, recycling rate on tins, uh, bottles and cans in Ireland. We have to reach 90% by 2029. And th- this has been in place in Germany and the Netherlands and 14 countries. Mm-hmm. And actually Germany have a 93% recy- return rate since they brought it in. So it's just encouraged not throwing sure. a bottle into the bin. Now, um, the, but I suppose, you know, the important great benefits. You can't crush the bottle or cans you can no. you have to keep the cap I think from the bottles if it's a screw on cap it, it, we don't have, they encourage you to keep the cap because it keeps the bottle in shape and then obviously you want to recycle it but you don't have to actually keep the cap of the bottle um, but they do encourage you to keep it on because it will keep the shape so you've got to then keep the, all the bottles and cans intact at home yep. <laughs> and then you have to clip them down to Super Value or LD and haul them across yep. so you're going to see people and I'm not joking you Damien you say a birthday party or a house party you're going yeah, to see people yeah. dragging big black sacks and there'll be a queue inside Naldi can you imagine now the day after Stevens's day right I know <laughs> I know and then the machines it's... will get full and they won't be able to take well, it. Well, no, they they did they did say that they, they, I mean, uh, from what I've read into it, they they did say the uh, bins are uh, the machines are emptied daily okay. uh, and cleaned. Okay. Now, I don't know what you know whether that was just for the trial or will that be done all the time. But I, I would presume the machine crushes them once they're inside. You know, so I, I can't see a machine holding all that cans. But it, 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 as I said, look, it, it's worked. I think the feedback that I've seen from people is that more people are moving to a two litre of water or yeah. a two litre of Coke. Yeah. Because it's only 25 cent on yeah. that one. Um, you know, the, the, the disadvantage is if you go into town and you pick up a bottle of bottle of Coke, 
have to bring that home. Yeah. And not to get your money crushed. Back. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, you know, in the summer, you've lots of bottles laying around or cans. I mean, they're all going to be washed out. You're going to have to find storage for them. There are obviously there's things. Oh, it's clean them out. You, you can see. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd have to kind of have to clean them out. Otherwise, you're going to have, you know, day-old, two, two-day, three-day-old kinds of fizzy drinks lying around the house. You know, I, I mean, this is this is something that I haven't I haven't had a look into, and I hope people have handled it. But uh, uh, you know, Germany have a ninety-three percent return rate on their but that's the Germans. They're them. very regimented. <laughs> They're very regimented and strict yeah. themselves. Can you imagine? Well, can the you US, imagine? Can you imagine now, right? Going around the house on a on a Sunday morning after you had a few friends over, right? <laughs> Washing out yep. manky Guinness cans. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and you've paid. Two, you've paid. If you've got eight cans, eight cans of Guinness, it's an extra two euro. Uh, and if you don't bring them back, you lose your two euro. And that's. It's, it's just idea. it's encourage people to, to recycle more, and it, it it it's it's been successful in the in the EU countries, and we you know at the moment we've twenty three percent recycle rate on on them, and, and they just it's, they're going to put try and push it to ninety percent by twenty twenty nine. So people will on the first day. So did and I heard Michael Dunham on earlier. Yeah. So it's going to be a return logo on the cans and bottles. So you might buy something on the the twenty ninth of January, which doesn't have this return logo. You can't return that. So there is going to be this little change over time where you're going to, have to keep an eye on logos, and I presume the retailers will, you know, have have signs up to to let people know uh, which when their stock is changing over. So you might have a mixture of ones you can return, you can't return for the first couple of weeks. All right, Damien, I just know we'll have fun here. In Anisco. thank you, Damien Sreenan from the ninety six FM newsroom. The bottle tax kicking, a bottle and can tax kicking in two weeks today. Surely you're supposed to clean them out already. You're supposed to clean them all before putting them in the bins. Are you a bad recycler, PJ? Yeah, but hang on now, well, right? You tip the can up, you tap it gently against the side of the sink, and it drains out. You're telling me you have to wash it as well? You just drain the dra- the dregs out. But are you telling me you have to wash it as well? Bottle of Coke you might do, but... Oh, Help. Morning, PJ. I'm working, uh, so I can't come on air. Is the cost the same regardless of the size of the bottle? We're still on the boil water notice, by the way, here in Whitegate. So I'm... Oh, God, not. You're not, are you? I'm still buying a good few of the five-litre bottles every week, says Sinead. The small bottles are one price. The big bottles are another price. I don't know about the five-litre drums, Sinead. I I hope to goodness that it applies to the five-litre drums because they'll go up. They'll probably go up rather a lot. 0818969696 Oh eight one eight ninety six, ninety six ninety six. Where are we? Someone else then said this, and it's not me saying it. It's just someone saying this, right? PJ, it's fifteen cents now. Then it'll go up, and it's only a matter of time before they pass it on to cardboard, and all of our recycling charges will go sky high. I wish I could say you're totally wrong. I wish I could. Feels so good. Dario 
Callaghan brings you the best music mix on Oldies and Irish. Every Sunday from midday on Cork's 96FM. Welcome along to the programme. Great to have your company on a Sunday. As I say, it's a privilege. Hopefully you can join me. Tune it up and take it easy with a big show on your radio. It's the perfect Sunday soundtrack. In Irish with Derry O'Callaghan. Every Sunday from midday to 2 p.m. on Cork's 96 FM. Trust me when I tell you, we'll have lots of questions about the new bottle and can tax come the 1st of February in two weeks' time. My question, and no one's been able to answer it for me, and I'm just throwing it out there now because I will ask it of anyone in officialdom that comes on. So why can't I just crush the things? Why can't people in, actually invested? No, I didn't. I just used my foot. But people invested, for example, in can crushers. And you put the can in. Why can't you do that? Why can't you crush up the box? What's wrong? Why does it have to be pristine? Like, that's going to make it harder. You know? Look, it's two weeks' time. Parents across Cork were pulling their hair out over the new year. The weather was brutal. There was nearly a full week of rain while the kids were off school. They were stuck to the couch watching telly and using their devices. And then, of course, using all these screens just makes them withdrawn and cranky. Deirdre McArdle, uh, writing in the Examiner about getting kids outside in the winter, getting them to play outside and how positive it is to take them out in the winter. Now, Deirdre, before I ask you about your own experience, uh, you in this article of yours is one of the quotes I hate most in the world. And that is, there's no such thing as bad weather, only unsuitable clothing. No. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate it so much, Peter? Because it's nonsense. It's an excuse we made up in Ireland for the crap weather that we have. You can't go out and you can't bring the kids out. Because not like, okay, talk to me about bringing the kids out to play first. Um, yeah, look, I, I suppose, I mean, I suppose the past week has been fairly, uh, fairly cold, uh, understatement, I guess. But, um, do you know, it's just, it's just been wonderful going out. And I, I think, you know, if we wrap up and if you, you get the layers on, I know what you mean about like Irish weather is pretty relentless and the rain is, is, uh, is difficult. And yes, look, I absolutely get it. You're looking out and it's, it's torrential rain. I'm not suggesting you go out in that or, you know, you kind of, you brave the elements when it's absolutely lashing down. But if, if there's a bit of rain there, there's no harm in going out in it. Certainly we do it myself, and my family here, um, you know, you go to the woods and it's fairly sheltered in there as well when you're amongst the trees and in the middle of the forest. Um, it can be not dry, but it's pretty sheltered. And it's just always, I always, or we always feel better having been out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you, you just feel better. And like when you're kind of in the house and you're, as you were saying there, you know, you're, you're, you're cooped up, you're all getting a bit touchy. Things are, you know, magnified I suppose because you're just in close quarters and you're 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 looking and you you want to get out mm. just making the effort to get out and about honestly it does it 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 definitely works for us and kind of just speaking to the various moms that I speak to um it's a it's a lifesaver like it, you know we're we're all kind of 
um, dying to get the kids out. And the kids want to be out. They really, do, really do. Do they? And, do they? You know, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I can't speak for all kids, but yeah. my mind definitely wants to be out. Um, and they don't seem to feel the elements as much as we do, do, PJ, I'd suggest. Like, I mean, I've been, you know, I was out there now yesterday evening and my daughter was running around and I was frozen, like absolutely frozen. But she was fine. Like, and, yeah. you know, she didn't have gloves on her and she was playing with the ice and she she just, it just, she didn't seem to even feel the cold, which I, I don't understand. Maybe there there's some science behind it. I, if there is, I don't know what it is, but mm. certainly they, they, they just love running around and, and you can see it in their faces and their red cheeks and their happy smiles. I mean, it it's it's worth it for me, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind this weather, I have to tell you. I, I never mind this mm. particular weather, but it's what's coming now Saturday and Sunday is it nearly four or five days of frozen gunk, is what I call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but fresh air, fresh air does something for a child. I think to be fair, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. And again, look, you know, there's probably loads of science behind it. All I can see is, you know, just the happiness. And do you know what? It's the like when I was speaking to the to the family who I quoted in my article. Um, that thing where she was talking, or Melissa was talking about um, the appetite. And you know, when you're in the house, and uh, my daughter's five. But it's it's this constant asking for treats, and it's I think it's a boredom thing because I don't necessarily think she's hungry. But when we're out and about, or when they're out and about, the, that all goes by the wayside. And when they come back, she she will eat her dinner and like she will sleep soundly. So there must be something to it. This fresh air. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, you, you describe it, does, it as a sensory yeah. outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you think about it as well, like the kids are, do you know they're in school. They're having to pay attention. They have to sit down, you know, and 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 learn and be in 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 a, a single room for for the most of the day, and then they're left out, and it's like the shackles are off, and they could just run around. And there's so many things to, I don't know, touch and feel and see and experience. Like it mm. it it just seems to um, be such a positive yeah. positive thing for them. I, I, I yeah. do get or a, the, the clear impression from reading. Uh, about that that couple that you talk about and I suppose if you sit back and think about it and my wife is always saying this too my wife loves going out for a walk and bringing the dogs and mm. walking the legs off the dogs and she'll be trying to drag me yeah. out with her and I go no I'm going to stay here and watch more Netflix thank you very much I'm not going out in that <laughs> and every so often she'll persuade me look just come up the block and if you're not happy up the block you can come home again and sure, by the time we're yeah. an hour out, I've actually enjoyed myself. It's it's better when you do. It's that initial, isn't it, Deirdre, with the kids as well. Oh, it's that initial, yeah. right, lads, we're all going out. In that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's the transition from being indoors and kind of cosy and warm to, to getting outdoors. You're right. Like, and it's the all the hassle of that. But like sometimes, you know, if you, well, I suppose if you're organised, I'm not. I'm not particularly myself, but I can imagine there are people are who have all the gear at the at the door, or you know, near the door, and they have the wellies and they have the layers and everything, that they can just kind of slot the kids into them and then and then gone. Whereas I'm I'm usually scrambling around. Where are yeah. your gloves? Um, but um, but you're right. Like you're out, and it doesn't take long for you to go. Oh, that is much better. That's mm. much better. It does like, clear and, the head. Yeah. yeah. It does clear the head. And like, I know I'm t- most my article is mostly about the kids, but it's it's not just the kids, because then when your kids are when your kids are happy, you're happy or you're more relaxed, you know, mm. and, and it just, you know, it takes away a lot of the stress, I think, or, you know, having to 
referee various arguments or do you know like yeah. it just yeah it, those kind of fights and arguments it's a skill they're learning too isn't it that and i can recall back to the days of the uh, the early days in particular of lockdown back in 2020 and we all had mm-hmm. to learn pretty much overnight Deirdre how to take joy from tiny tiny things and mm. Maybe yeah. as if you bring your kids out into a wood or onto a beach, they learn to find joy in a seashell. Oh, they do. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Like, and it, and that's and that's so and that's so lovely. And I, I mean, I, I like, you know, my daughter is, you know, she loves all of that. Like, she she look out and she go, oh, look at the moon, or look a leaf with you know frost on it, and or you know she'll pick up. She has a collection of shells, and I swear. They're the ugliest looking shells you've ever seen in your life, but she loves them. And they're just they're just your standard shell, but she absolutely loves them and rocks and she brings sticks home and like and it to her, there's magic there. Do you know it's not just a stick or it's not just a shell or a stone. It's you know, it's a tactile thing, or Mm -hmm. she can see patterns Mm -hmm. in it, or she'll say, Oh, this looks look at this, it's like a shape of a heart, Mm -hmm. or you know, it's it it has a story to it too, given Mm -hmm. where you where Mm -hmm. you might have found it or what was happening when this you found it. Yeah. This is it. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And so you you encourage parents then get them up off the couch, turn off Netflix, and even if you are looking out yourself going, "Oh my god, take them out." Yeah. I I I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. As as my friend Melissa said, the the lady in the thing, it's always worth it, and that's true. I don't think you ever come back from being out and about in the forest or the beach or wherever and go, "God, that was that was awful." <laughs> you know, that's you true, you true. come back you know, and you'll always feel better for it. You will. No, That's, you're right. You're yeah. entirely right there. Deirdre McCardle, uh, in writing about this in the examiner, get the kids out uh, this time of the year. Get them out. Get them playing. Even if it's only around the block and play with a stick. Get them away from devices and away from screens. Thanks, Deirdre. I still, by the way, though, I do hate that quote. It's originally from a fellow called Alfred Wainwright. Um, who say, he was an author, he said, there's no such thing as bad weather, only unsuitable clothing. No, 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 no. I don't like that. I never will like that. <laughs> then where do you bring the kids? What is there for them to do? Where is them for there to, for, for, to go? Because bills are big. Energy bills this time of year are huge. Food bills are very big. The credit card... It's very big after Christmas. So you want to be trying to do stuff that is as cheap as possible and preferably even free. Gemma Kingston set up a wonderful website to do it called thefamilyedit.ie. I was thumbing through it this morning, Gemma, and there's a lot in there. Good morning. Morning, PJ. (laughs) Yes, we absolutely have gathered a huge amount of recommendations from families um, a lot, a lot to be done around Cork, which is fantastic. You, you literally went around and found out things that are that can be done, and ideally as cheaply or even free as possible. Yeah, so I guess the idea first started when I was pregnant and had my own kids, and was trying to find things to do initially around Cork, where I'm from. And I just found it so hard to find the information and, yeah, eventually decided, okay, I need to do it myself. 
So at the very early stages, it was trawling through information, trying to find all the free things that were available. So like playgrounds, beaches, woods, um, local toddler groups, that type of thing. And yeah, since then it's kind of expanded. So we're in all counties in Ireland now and a lot more um, business types as well. But exactly, it all started with trying to provide families with options of some free things to do as well. Mm-hmm. So let's look at maybe this Saturday coming, assuming that the weather is all right. What could we do with a family, maybe two kids, maybe a six and a seven-year-old? What could we do? Yeah, so, you know, I was smiling along as yourself and that lady Deirdre were yeah. just saying there about, you know, just helping kids to see the joy in the smaller little things as well, but also how it can be that initial step can be tricky. So I guess the first thing I would say, like as a mom and somebody who's taught in primary school for 15 years and all the messages I'd get on Instagram, like for parents, go easy on yourselves. Like if you're not the type of family who normally go out and about an awful lot, like just take small steps, help the kids through that initial stage and it'll become kind of a habit. So like a great place to start would be playgrounds. Like we're blessed in Cork. We have such an amazing variety of playgrounds. And again, it's amazing because, you know, you can still get shelter in a playground. So, you know, if a child is, you know, a little bit cold or if it starts to rain, there's all this equipment you can pop in under or your car isn't going to be too far away. Uh, so we'll say like some of the top recommended ones now we'd get for playgrounds would be Mallow Playgrounds. It's near the castle mm. and part of the playground itself is a castle. So, mm. you know, if you have kids, you know, particularly like six and seven, they love climbing. They want to use their imaginations. It's a fantastic choice. Closer to the city, um, another really popular one, Murphy's Farm. Yeah. Some people know it as. Other people call it Bishopstown Playground. A really good one if you have younger kids and older kids. Um, you know, the sand area is fantastic for small little toddlers. You know they're safe in there. And then the older kids have plenty of things to, to climb about as well. Um, another good option is in a Shannon Playground down towards West Cork. Okay. So, again, just as you mentioned, that age of six and seven. So for families, you want that you can give options as well at the playground. So we'll say for in a Shannon playground, the kids, plenty of options within the playground. But also, maybe it's a child who likes their scooter or likes their bike. There's a lovely lovely trail around the GA pitch as well. So that, you know, maybe you have another child in a buggy, you can walk the buggy with them while your other child scoots around. So again, what I guess we'd always say to families and just through chat we have with them, you know your family best. Yes. So, you know, pick what what suits with you as well. But definitely a playground is a great way to just start if you maybe don't usually spend a lot of time outdoors. Yeah. And then just picking up on what Deirdre was saying earlier about with the shelves, and that's something we had down there as well. The beach, it is where, again, we're so lucky in Cork. We have beaches. I think what's the most drive you'd be from a beach? Maybe max an hour. Yeah, and less, I mean, I'm about 15 minutes myself, like, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Less for so many people. And... You know, once you wrap up, have the layers, like, I mean, I have a seven-year-old son who would nearly go snowboarding in a T-shirt, but Mm. I have a daughter who wants all the layers. So, you know, have the layers so they can take them off if they're too hot, but yet it's much easier to stay warm rather than trying to warm them up if they're freezing. That's that's never going to go too good. And again, like, 
choose a beach maybe, you know, that you park quite close to it. So, you know, the way Gary Vaux Beach in East Cork, mm. you park up and you're on the beach in seconds. Yeah. So, you know, make it easier for the kids, but also for you as the parent yourself. You know, you can have a stash maybe of extra jumpers or snacks. <laughs> we need plenty of snacks with you. And, you know, you can pop back to the car or if it's not going as well as you wanted, it's not a big ordeal to get back to the car. Yeah. So, you know, go, go easy on yourself. There's so Gary Bowe is a great option. Yeah. You've, you were broken down by province and then by county. You've put a lot of work into this, Jim. We have. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say, though, it's we ourselves haven't done it all. What we... It was really important to us when we first set up the family edit that it was all about community because, yes, we're all families, but like I touched on at the start, every family is different. And while a place might be amazing or a family-friendly business might be amazing, that doesn't necessarily mean my family might enjoy it. And that's absolutely fine. So we were very clear from the outset that it wasn't just what our family deemed to be enjoyable. I was impressed by the variety, in fact, to be fair. I was. Yeah, thank thank you. Yeah, so we have families from all around Cork initially, but now all throughout Ireland, and they share their recommendations with us in various ways. So they might, you know, maybe send a message through Instagram. They might send an email. Um, We have some families, so they're county contributors. So they are families from all around Ireland who either maybe sample a business or maybe walk. And then they'd write up a blog post for us or an Instagram post. And then we can share it then with other families. So, like, that's kind of our thing, that it's family-friendly and family-approved. You're, you're, because, all, very, you're all very yeah. organised. Yeah, and family-approved is important, isn't it? Because you know that the person contributing the idea might be from County Cavan. Yeah, they've... Ab- yeah, absolutely. And again, that came from, I guess, my own personal experience and from friends of mine, you know... You, you'll always take the recommendation from your friend. So for me, it would have started, oh, go for, we'll say, go down to Balance Spittle Playground and you go into Diva's Bakery and you'll have a fabulous morning with your little baby. Yeah. Or um, go down to Galtee Escapes down by Mitchellstown, Ballyhower Country. They're doing loads at the moment. And, you know, it's a park up there and you can go for a walk and have a cup of coffee in their coffee truck when it opens in the next few weeks. All of that information was given to me as a first-time mom, word of mouth. And I was like, okay, how can we build something that helps to bring that word of mouth and put it online to help families all over the place? Well, you've got it there in the familyedit.ie, Gemma, and, and well done to you on it. I particularly like the playgrounds one. If I had children of playground going age again, because I met someone recently, uh, herself and her best friend. These are women in their late 20s and they met. They were both moms in their early 20s and their kids now go to school together. They had never seen sight of one another until they both stepped in on a summer's afternoon to the playground down there in Passage. And one of them was going up on it. The child going up on the swing fell off the swing. And the other child came to help. The two children bonded instantly. And now the women are best of friends and they've never known each other before. That's how adults make friends through their children. I like that idea. Thank you, Gemma. The family edit. The family edit. Dot IE is all one word. On the recycling, the bottle and cans, bottle tax. The scheme works only for containers up to three litres. 
So down around Whitegate, the five litre isn't included. I assume, therefore, that there won't be an increase in the price of the five litre. I certainly would hope not. Dearmid says on the subject of the cans and bottles, you can only exchange the bottles you buy from February 1st. A lot of people are saving up, but there's a special machine, or a special symbol that the machine will read. And as usual, there's someone giving out to me about it. Next. Join the conversation. Call us now. 0818 96 96 96. This is the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Cards 96 FM. Right. Uh, someone says, I'm just pointing out what I see as problems with this bottle tax. The one particular I see is that there's just a lot of work in it. And I don't understand, maybe someone can... Look, I'm just a thick Egypt behind the microphone. I, I don't understand why we have to keep them in pristine condition. Why we can't crush them or squash them and bring them along then and put them into the machine. I don't know why, but of course you get... What is wrong with you? Never mind Germany. We don't want to go back to the bad name of the dirty Irish. If we don't get our recycling in order, it'll all fall apart again. A few cans being washed out won't kill us. All the other countries do it. I know. I know. But someone please answer me that question. Why can't I bring... Why can't I crush them? Why can't I twist them up? Why have I got to bring bags of flipping cans and bottles to Aldi and slip them into the car park. Why can't... No one answer me that question. Why can't I just squash them? I'm not saying I won't bring them down. I will. But I want to know why I can't just crush them. Maybe someone will tell me. Maybe I'm too thick to realise. Um, we are going to catch up tomorrow with uh, Bambi Thug. Who? PJ? We have got a very, very strong cork entry for Eurosong, which is on the Late Late Show Friday week. It's Bambi Tug's song, uh, which is called Doomsday Blues. And Bambi is from Cork, and we talk to Bambi tomorrow. Wouldn't it be great to have a Eurovision entry from Cork? So Bambi's on the show uh, tomorrow. Lorraine and Ross are also back in the morning, just after six. And because it is Friday, there are three rounds of the two grand minutes, as there are always are on a Friday. Ross is wrapping up the show, and you can play along too with yay or nay. This morning then, Lorraine dropped a bit of a bombshell on Ross and on producer Books. Lecture's real name is Tara Patrick. Tara Patrick? Yeah, yeah, Tara Patrick. It's down to I'm sorry, Prince. she sounds like someone that Ken Parrot would call out in the traffic report. <laughs> Tara Patrick <laughs> is a real name and she went to audition to be in Prince's band. I think she wanted to be a backup singer. Okay. And She's famous in Baywatch, by the way. Yes. That's where she kind of first broke into fame. Yeah, she, um, he just took one look at her and he went, your name's not Tara, your name's Carmen. And then he looked at her again and he went... You look like Electra, Carmen Electra. What so do you think, went with this? What do you think Prince would have said if he saw us? <laughs> He'd be like, "Your name is Ginger Fragglepuss." <laughs> Moraine and Ross in the morning, weekdays from six AM. Corks ninety six FM. I'm very sorry, now, Ross, but you have just given yourself a nickname for the ages. Tomorrow, the breakfast show will be presented by 
Ginger Fraggle Puss and Lorraine. Lorraine and Ginger Fraggle Puss in the morning on Cork's 96 FM. I know it doesn't quite have the same ring to it, but back tomorrow from 6. Stuff coming in all morning with regards to pain and people in pain waiting for appointments to see specialists and pain clinics. Get or try physio. Bernie says physio worked really great for me and Ashling, yeah, if you're if Ashling is listening, who was on earlier this morning, a bit of gentle physio certainly wouldn't hurt. From my own perspective, I would recommend a chiropractor. That is a matter for yourself entirely. Some people love them, some people hate them, but I'd certainly, when my neck comes at me, there's nobody better for me than my than my chiropractor. Um, with regard to the cold weather, and I love the cold weather. Ryan reminds me. Spare a thought for people who are bed-bound over the cold weather with things like arthritis. It takes away a lot of your mobility and your independence. Yep, I stand reminded. Ryan, thank you. On the public service cards, first of all, the public service card and the free travel card are the same thing. Um, If you run out, if your public service card goes out of date, there's a number on the back that you can ring, and I think they reissue it then. That was in response to Claire, who started off the show this morning. Her dad is in his 80s. His public service card is out of date, and she's worried about him getting his pension. He will get his pension, because there's no problem with the pension and the public service card. It's the travel could be an issue. But thank you, all of you, for coming through with suggestions for help for the people who we were talking to earlier on this morning. As I always say, she's all lovely. Programme edited by uh, Imro Hay, produced and researched by Fergal Barry. All of you podcasts up ASAP. It's Friday tomorrow. We'll talk to you just after nine. The Big Drive Home with Izzy Showbizzy. On Courts 96 FM. Join me weekdays from 4pm where you could win a voucher for Oak Fire Pizza for voice notes like this. Hi Izzy, I would love some Taylor Swift. I'm such a Swifty. We might be putting your knowledge to the test with a quiz or two. I haven't been this nervous since I was at school. And I'll be sure to play more of your favourite tunes. And I love your show. Your music is fantastic Izzy. I love it. Join me weekdays from 4pm. The Big Drive Home. You can drive me up. With Izzy Show Busy. Hooks 96 FM. 96 FM.